everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in. What are we checking in with, Claudia? We realize we often focus mostly on white-collar roles, knowledge-based work in our episodes, and much less often on the service industry jobs, retailers, um, goods providers like 7-Elevens, other convenience and retail stores. So this week we will also see Prime Day, uh, the Amazon sales annual event comparable to a summer Black Friday, uh, which will surely make this week a memorable one for consumers and retail workers. It's hard to understate how much retail workers contribute and support everyone's daily functioning, whether customer facing or in the back of stores slash warehouses. There are almost 16 million retail workers in the U.S. as of last month, according to a census. Um, And while it might be easy to oversee, each of us interact with them or benefit from their work constantly. Especially being knowledge workers, we're likely to socialize with other knowledge workers and only interact with retail stuff when being served or helped. And, well, this episode is about, like, how dehumanizing it can be if we don't slow down at least every now and then i think of that absolutely and i will add to that when we're being served or helped or maybe for some of us we supervise Mm -hmm. retail workers but either way there's always a dynamic in place um and being knowledge workers at least for myself i can say i always grew up with the pressure slash the expectation to go to college and the understanding that college was necessary to make a good living however you want to define a good living so why am i mentioning this because as we're looking in going into maybe a recession in any case a not so strong market uncertain times um it can be scary to invest in higher education right now or it can altogether not be a possibility and a lot of retailers a lot of employers will support pursuing college degrees while working that can also be a very good avenue to kill two birds with one stone pay rent and get that piece of paper at the same time now if that seems a bit too good to be true keep in mind that it's still very demanding labor Whether customer-facing or not, retail is a combination of physical labor and customer service. And, well, very mentally taxing. Here's where the I.O. comes in. Surface acting. So, surface acting occurs when employees display the emotions required for a job without changing how they actually feel. Deep acting is an effortful, effortful process through which employees change their internal feelings to align with organizational expectations, producing more natural and genuine emotional displays. So the examples that always come to mind for me for this is Panera workers have a whole script that they have to give you. Really? They always have to say that answer the phone the same way. They always have like the same closing uh, formulas so a little bit like in Chick-fil-A they're not supposed to say you're welcome if you thank them they can only say my pleasure oh. uh, 
I always think of those for surface acting, deep acting. I think of like Disney employees. I hope oh, yeah. we're not going to get sued off the internet uh, for making fun of them. But how the people that work at the parks believe they're the princesses. They believe they're the characters that yeah, the, they like, are on the shift. Whole like magic. Mm-hmm. Magic, deep acting, brainwashing. Opinions, but anyways, back to you. I can remember, but there, there was this book I read in my teenage years about someone that did like the Disney summer camp mm-hmm. thing, and like was one of the princesses, and like the whole, it was based on like true story, but made into a novel of how taxing it is to be a character. In Disney. Now I'm thinking of when, if they don't already have them, the actors and actresses for Encanto characters and all of the trauma that they represent. Mm. Uh, Hopefully they don't require too much deep acting for those staff members. No, well, yeah. And then I just saw a TikTok of the like afternoon parade malfunction something happened and so you see all of the other characters being or like coming down from their floats and walking the rest of the parade Mm -hmm. and but the float that like was not working was the one for beauty and the beast and so all the other characters who were behind them walk through but Belle and the beast we're not coming down. And so there's a whole like thread on TikTok of like, why do you think that they couldn't come down? It's like, is it because Beast's costume is like all fur and it would get ruined with water that was mm-hmm. going on? Is it because there's no way of getting down from the float? And like the whole um, botarga, I don't know. Oh, this is one of those words that works in Spanish and Italian. But how do we say that in English? A segment soon to come. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Well, the costume um, is like really hard to move in. So he's holding on to Bell while on the float. But like there's no way of like getting him off. Mm-hmm. So like safety issues probably whole thing if i go down you come down with me exactly but yeah disney things (laughs) i wonder if it's that or is it that he is cursed to stay on the float because he was rude to a witch on his 20th birthday maybe well we'll come back to that i now i want to read the book but yeah we'll come back to that um when it comes to surface acting deep acting so incredibly mentally taxing we've all had the experience of having a hard day at work but we have to put face for a meeting Mm -hmm. imagine having to put up face for eight hours yeah do not miss my customer service days but then there's also the physical labor physical labor yes most common on the job injuries include but are not 
I'm gonna read this as if it was like a drug commercial. Muscle strains and sprains, cuts, punctures and scrapes, falling or slipping, being struck by objects or motor vehicle accidents. <laughs> and this was of course just before COVID, so then we had retail and support workers being classified as essential personnel without protective gear, PPE. That was a whole season of humanity we seem to have completely forgotten about now. Uh, but remember when we clapped and banged pots from windows? No? Yeah, when we used to think like, hey, oh my gosh, you're legitimately going to work so we don't have to. Yep. Um, more recently, we've had increasing and increasing cases of violence against retail workers and in retail workplaces. Um Prepping for this episode, the FBI has found that violence in retail stores increases more rapidly than the rest of the country. So if huh. you see the news and think, holy moly, we are not having a great time, your retail workers have it even worse. Just, you know, sprinkling some happiness on your Monday right there. But Damn. a few of the things that we've seen from the past month or so. Um, the one that made national news was a subway worker was killed over putting too much mayo in a customer's order. That's insane. Yeah, there's. I'm. I'm not gonna make a joke there because there's no jokes to be made. Um, a Walmart employee was injured when he got to in the way to block a man that was robbing the store. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of retail workers then talking about it. It's like Forever 21, Victoria's Secret. Like there is training to just like call for backup, call mall PD, whatever it is. And then like get away basically. Like talk to someone about what's happening, but then don't put yourself in harm's way to make it stop and also like on the other side of like the business it's it's okay <laughs> yeah like the store is insured the property is insured even if they run away with diamonds i promise you whatever they're holding is not worth getting your literal life on the line for that exactly um Another one of the headlines is man is now in custody after shooting Fields Foods employee. Um, employee charged with shooting their manager with an air gun, leaving him injured at a grocery store. Um, the employee was a temp worker, did mm -hmm. not like their manager. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, only had access to an air gun, but those things still hurt. Yeah. I mean, this isn't too much of like... Oh, someone did something to the employee. This is more like, I'm just speculating here, but the manager changed their hours and did not like it. Oh, Lord. Um, for anyone listening that is not catching the reference quite yet, um, recently a relative of mine who works in retail had their hours completely turned inside out by their manager and did the smart thing, called their resident I.O. to be like, what do I do now? Um, 
And sadly, in a lot of retail situations, you just take it. Or you check your employee handbook and then take it, which was my recommendation. But the best recommendation is always, yes, call your local friendly IO, but also check your employee handbook. I don't work where you work. Nope. <laughs> and unfortunately... And that's also more of an HR thing too. Exactly. <laughs> or call your resident HR person if one is available. Now, at the time of recording about a week ago, an article came out on the New York Times um, about how some retail workers want to fight back because... Mm -hmm. As we just mentioned, attacks, thefts, general retail violence is a thing that just keeps increasing. And um, federally, employees are protected if they need to engage in self-defense in the workplace. They're legally defended from being retaliated against or being prosecuted for any violence they might engage in. They are not defended from being fired. Mm -hmm. Which is why now a lot of unions are negotiating that besides the usual wages, time, benefits, legitimately, that is a consideration at the top of people of mind. If I have to defend myself during my shift, please don't fire me for it. Yeah. Another uh, video I saw yesterday preparing for this was this woman who used to work at Whole Foods. And would always take some extra little cheese for her home. Like, okay. And stealing, swiping, yeah. basically. Um, but then after quitting, she kept doing it because it was her, like, local Whole Foods. And she knew the tricks to how to, like, sneak it out. Sneak out some extra cheese. Um, and so the last. The video was about this time that she did that and got to the garage and the guy behind her was like, stop right there. I'm a secret shopper and you have cheese in your purse that you didn't pay for. Um, and so they took her back to like the employee lunchroom to be like, so you stole cheese. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? To so be fair, relatable. Cheese is, is wonderful. Um, like, we can either call the police and charge you with, like, this theft. Or we can ban you from the store. And she was like, does anyone choose the first one? <laughs> like, option one, we call the police and charge you for theft. Option two, we ban you from this store. <laughs> So you mean I have to walk an extra two blocks to go steal cheese from the next place? Hmm, let me think about it. Do I want to talk to a cop today? They're like, okay, cool. And apparently they just like took a picture of her ID, put it up in this, put it up on this board and that was it. And she hasn't stole cheese for, for since, but. At least that we know of. That she confessed in this video. Now I'm seriously pondering who would choose to have misdemeanor chief theft on the record. Yeah, like 
granted, I have strong feelings about like what is a good grocery store, where I shop, my preferences. I think everyone does. Mm-hmm. But not to that extent, guys. Like, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not her. It's you. You're just not that special. <laughs> it's a terrible story. <laughs> um, but all this. Workers' rights, defending themselves. It's such a... like. There's there's a whole subreddit called A Boring Dystopia, which narrates what we are currently living through and mm-hmm. workers having to argue that when they're put at risk, they shouldn't be fired for it. It's not even boring. It's just depressing dystopia. Like, yes, please don't freaking fire people. Mm-hmm. For- or discipline them because they punched a customer when that customer was putting them in danger. The customer is always right. I don't have a smart retort to that. I just, <laughs> I know you're saying that sarcastically, but ah, yeah. the next person that brings that argument to me, you know what? We got some consulting modules that I would love to walk them through. Yeah. But what can we do? What is the takeaway of this episode aside from me watching too many videos preparing for this episode? I mean, it's it's so bogging that I even have to say this, but be a decent person. And if you don't know how to, Google it. There's there's literal listicles. Haha. <laughs> I'm gonna working the word listicle in every episode now. But there's so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of that word and the reactions you have to it. I didn't even react this time. Because I didn't give you the time for it. Let me redo it. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many listicles. No? No reaction? Okay. Um, There are so many listicles on the internet. Literally, read it instead of the shampoo bottle next time you're brushing your teeth on how to be a decent person. You read things while you're brushing your teeth? You don't? No. It's boring. (laughs) You're supposed to brush them for two minutes. It gets lonely, okay? But legitimately, watch a video. If you're more of Susie's speed, watch a TikTok. Read a listicle. Read a blog. There's so many little things that if you've never worked retail, will tell you how to be a decent person. For me, like, be a human being. Extend empathy. We're all tired. We're all very tired. We're all hurt. We're all grieving. We're all worried. We're distracted. We're human beings that make human being mistakes. It's fine. Just The ones that I found the most useful maybe to remember that besides the general like remember the golden rule. Don't yell. Don't make threats over a sandwich you know, is to separate the person from the performance and the person from the policy. So if we can have moral exceptionalism and say, well, if I cut on a red light, it's because I have to run. Mm -hmm. But when we see someone else cut a red light, it's like, oh my gosh, that jerk. They put everyone in danger. How dare they do that? Mm. Check yourself doing the same when it comes to receiving services or good. People are allowed to have a bad day, just as much as we are. 
and who the like one that i can't understand having worked customer service how people get so upset about is separating the person from the policy mm-hmm. the business may have a very annoying policy they may have a straight up harmful policy mm-hmm. but we can't expect someone else to lose their job or to put their job at risk to accommodate us yeah and then the iohr recommendation extend extra science-based research tested empathy what can we do for our colleagues today that's not a free hat or pizza party what are we doing with the data from the survey we sent out? Did we follow up when we asked people to voice their concerns? Again, people do want to be heard. Mm-hmm. But that goes beyond active listening. That goes to, I spoke, you heard me, and then we do something about it. Yep. And with that... And with that... Let us know your experiences. If you are, where, or work with a retail worker, try to say it three times fast. Slide into our DMs. Let us know about your experiences. What are or where your favorite kindness acts that people could take? What are your absolute pet peeves? They might slide into the next MID Asshole episode. But for the time being, let us know at our DMs on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Bias Check-in Podcast. Send us an email, biascheckin at gmail.com and sponsor us or leave us a voice note on anchor.fm. Next week's episodes might be a little more interesting because ha- half of us is moving to another city. So Spoilers. Let's see what the next episodes entail while we figure that all out. And yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to be nice. Even to us. As much as you can to everyone (laughs) around you. And let's check in next week. Bye.